Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Swipe up episode 213 of the show where I share my opinions on current events, thus triggering people to cry in my comments. And I know I probably shouldn't pay so much attention to those fragile fascists who go into my comments on YouTube and Instagram and and uh, TikTok uh, to show me how triggered they are. Uh, but I can't help it. I can't help it. I actually enjoy the fact that the mere mention of me giving them a trigger warning thus triggers them, right? The, the trigger warning itself is something that triggers in them like just this fragile nature where they just cry and can't help themselves. But I like before this episode, I was going through some YouTube comments and there were people leaving paragraph after paragraph after paragraph response about why there shouldn't be any gun regulation in this country. <laughs> I didn't read it. Uh, but, but anyway, for that person that wrote all those things, I, I wrote them back like a nice little paragraph, you know, very, I apologize. I always am sure to apologize for me triggering them. I do my best to try and warn those people, uh, that they could potentially be triggered by my opinions. I take the, I'm, I do the due diligence to make sure I, I warn them precautions to uh, help them avoid having their fragile existence uh, be destroyed by my opinions. And even that isn't enough. So I still, in in these comments, I, I make sure to apologize for triggering them uh, and then, you know, maybe shed some light on the reason why they're wrong. But it is what it is. Uh, so with that said, let's give uh, some quick trigger warnings for this episode. Uh, trigger warning for any of the Elon Musk simps out there. I know you guys are really excited about Elon Musk's uh, purchase of Twitter and all the great things he's doing with that platform. Uh, <laughs> trigger warning to all the fragile fascists, as always. Uh, it encompasses so many of so many groups, so many different aspects of hate. Uh, but there's just in general a lot of fragile fascists out there and they're crying right now uh, or will be once I get to one of the stories today. Also, trigger warning to anybody that hates art. I don't know if that uh, that's probably something a lot of people don't think they do, uh, but you never know. And uh, last of all, trigger warning to the Marvel Cinematic Universe fans or disney fans trigger warning to you guys uh just a, a little hint to some of the stories i'm going to be talking about in this episode let's get it started shall we with this first story this first post from the one and only sarah silverman a one of my favorite comedians working today uh also she's a great actress uh so speaking of twitter this is the 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 post that's potentially going to make the simps, the bootlickers of Elon Musk, uh, this is going to trigger them. So I'm sorry for triggering you people. But it seems as though Elon Musk is just seemingly trying to destroy Twitter faster than a speeding bullet. Uh, he has, you know, when he bought Twitter, 
he 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 uh, announced that comedy is alive and back on Twitter. Uh, comedy, and he's also fired like half of the Twitter employees, forcing the remaining Twitter employees to come into work and to not work from home and to sometimes sleep at work in order to finish his uh, many changes that he needs to do because Twitter was not profitable before he bought it. Probably one of the reasons why he tried to pull out of the purchase, uh, but you know, probably didn't read the contract good enough. So he couldn't pull out and was forced to purchase Twitter. That's why he actually went through with it uh, because he's kind of stupid and uh, we're seeing just the extent of his uh, level and uh, just massive stupidity by removing the the whole purpose of verifications. The blue check mark was to to signify that the account you that you see tweeting is from the person whose name is connected to that account, uh, such as Sarah Silverman's account. She's a verified. She's a verified. Most famous people, politicians, verified accounts. But when you remove verification, when you make the blue check mark available for eight dollars a month or twenty dollars a month or whatever it is, uh, basically it's pretty cheap to change your identity to steal in some ways other people's identity in order to maybe set up a parody account which if elon musk doesn't know parody is a form of comedy and as many comedians did recently one of which sarah silverman changed her name to elon musk put up one of the common elon musk avatar pictures that he's put up before profile pictures put up uh, a little image that may be similar to uh, the the header image of uh, elon musk twitter uh and then you know changed the, her bio to be twitter complaint hotline like on its face looks very much like you're looking at elon musk has elon musk the blue check mark now if you look at the at it's at sarah kate Sil silverman right obviously parody account i've seen other accounts where it's specifically stated parody account but all of these accounts are pretending to be elon musk and all of these accounts got suspended because freedom of speech does not exist on twitter now that elon musk has taken over nor does comedy live on twitter now that all of these parody account parrot parody accounts are being banned uh both things that tw that elon musk uh was like the spearhead for him purchasing this failing company this company that does not bring in a profit uh and has not brought in a profit um it's just it's just hilarious to see it's hilarious to see uh of course these people that are being banned from twitter for for doing this don't really care uh but the simps of elon musk are are cheering they're happy because it's not really freedom of speech that they were cheering and celebrating when elon musk took over the company it was the freedom for hate speech to exist again in on twitter so that's why you know all of the accounts were like 500 percent of the use of the n-word went up when when elon musk took over and hate groups and anti-semitism and all this different hate speech just accelerated and grew and dominated twitter once he took over that is the speech 
that Elon Musk is protecting, along with the misinformation, propaganda, theories, uh, blatant lies. Like those are the many things that Elon Musk, one, thinks is free, uh, is the speech that should be free, and two, is the comedy that he uh, enjoys, clearly. Uh, that's the type of comedy that he will protect, uh, and that's the type of speech. So I would imagine I'd go on a limb that Elon Musk is probably a fan of the comedian Tony Hinchcliffe, which a, a year or so ago had a clip of one of his stand-up uh, appearances at a comedy club go viral, mildly viral, probably the most popular thing that's ever uh, been attached to Tony Hinchcliffe. Somebody who does a podcast that I used to be a fan of, but... As that podcast changed uh, and started to become just pretty much overt racism as comedy, uh, especially once they moved to Texas, that stand-up clip of him being uh, anti-Chinese to his Chinese uh, opening act, uh, calling everybody who laughed at his jokes race traitors and all of that, that clip that went viral... I'm sure whose whose brand of comedy is, you know, he calls it shit talking, but it's majority of which is kind of just hate speech uh, because people like Elon Musk thinks that's comedy. That's the type of comedy that Elon Musk has. That's the type of comedy most conservatives love uh, when you're when you're uh, talking shit about uh, marginalized groups. Right. Uh, fat jokes are great. Uh, trans jokes are great. Uh Racial jokes are great. All that stuff is prime entertainment for people like Elon Musk. So, you know, the type of comedy that's free on and and uh, free to be spread and spoken is not parody as much as it is hate speech for Elon Musk. Uh, and, and that goes with the type of speech that uh, can exist on Twitter as well. So... As advertisers pull out, as people's accounts are being banned, as Elon just kind of struggles to make money in every small little way he potentially can, charging for verification. Now there's going to be a second verification, which is just stupid. Um, it's just it's cannibalizing itself and is really just highlighting how unintelligent elon musk really is right like he he just bought paypal he just bought space spacex he just he just bought tesla he didn't actually invent rockets he didn't invent the electric car he may have started actually paypal but it's not a great service out of all of the money transfer services that are out there, pay PayPal is probably the, the most clunky. And, uh, you know, he came from money. Parents owned a gem mine in apartheid South Africa. Prime, prime time to be a wealthy son of a, you know. I, I, I absolutely hate all of these spoiled rich kids that are for whatever reason labeled as self-made. As if they didn't get all of their funding from their parents or utilize all of the connections that their parents might have. So, uh, you know, I deleted my Twitter accounts that I had a week or two ago. 
I think it takes a month for them to be deleted, deleted, right? Like I've deactivated the accounts. It takes another month. Like there's a grace period if you change your mind. Uh, so if he decides to sell it, which I've heard is probably going to be the move eventually, he's going to try and sell Twitter to somebody else. Uh, time frame probably going to be longer than a month away probably going to be longer than a year away as he struggles to try and make this this flaming garbage pile profitable but uh it's fun to see from the outside how how everything's just falling apart i'm surprised the people i can't imagine why the people who are currently were and i've seen how people have been fired on twitter like they've been released via meme it is ridiculous. But the people who are still working at Twitter, considering the lack of job security that exists to begin with and to see how he's treating people, I don't understand why people are still there. I mean, obviously, there's a fear of having to get another job if you leave Twitter. But, I mean, seems like the best time to just jump ship and let Elon deal with his mess on his own uh so we'll see as it goes you know as updates happen this just happened to be the trend of this week a bunch of comedians getting banned from twitter for trying to do parody not a whole lot of freedom of speech or comedy uh being alive let's take a little break from the show to promote i figured out a way on my website to offer prints for every single painting so if you go to a painting you can buy the original painting or you can buy a print for everything artwork that you don't want to spend a hundred dollars plus on nine by 12 inch ink painting on paper hundred dollars for the original one-of-a-kind piece of artwork paintings range in price depending on their size the eight by ten print twenty dollars available in the store at inspireddisorder.com and now let's get back to the show uh let's move on shall we uh a u.s judge has declared the biden's student loan forgiveness plan is unconstitutional <sighs> which is kind of weird because the supreme court just ruled that money is considered speech and they did that in order to protect corporations and billionaires from getting in trouble for bribing politicians right you can't consider it bribing if if money is speech it would be a it the government limiting speech limiting money spent uh would be a violation of their first amendment for some reason because that's what you get when you have a majority of insane people in the the supreme court but it's weird how like money is considered free speech for billionaires to bribe and pay off politicians but it's not considered free speech when the president wants to mildly help out college students who have tons of predatory debt it's not like he was canceling all debt it's it's actually insane that this whole situation it's been classified and labeled as debt forgiveness right when it's only unlike the ppp loans that were completely forgiven 
this was only a small chunk, 10 to 20 grand of debt relief, right? A small percentage of the total amount of debt that most college students who require financial aid to afford higher education would be carrying around with them. So he's not allowed to, his speech is not free to help out students that could use the help versus every billionaire, millionaire, major corporation, whenever they make bad investments, whenever they make bad choices, they constantly get bailed out. No group of people loves free government money. No group of people asks for free handouts and receives those free handouts more than millionaires, billionaires, and corporations. All of the time, they are given free money for every bad decision they make. But individuals trying to better their situation to move up, pull themselves up by the bootstraps to improve their education, to potentially get better, higher-paying jobs, to provide for our country, to better our country, to better our lives. Those people, for getting a per small percentage of debt relief, it's not constitutional. Insanity. Thankfully, as I'm recording this, who knows, but it seems as though the Democrats have kept control of both the House and Senate. So, yeah, that's good. I don't know what's happening in Georgia, runoff elections with Warnock and, and, uh, and Walker. But so who knows what will happen if hopefully that means that they will actually do stuff. This time, hopefully they don't have any excuses to do stuff this time. But this is ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Like, when the, the, the economy crashed in 2008 because of banks just making horrible decisions, all got bailed out. All the CEOs and VIP, VPs of all these corporations that made horrible decisions that crashed the economy still got their bonuses. They got every penny of government handout. Car manufacturers bailed out. All these people bailed out. All these people that took out PPP loans. Forgiven. No problems. No problems when it's somebody wealthy making mistakes, making bad decisions, right? Taking advantage of the working class people of this country. No problem. Nobody ever in the upper echelons of society ever have to be held accountable for their mistakes, for their misdeeds, for their crimes. But college students trying to get the smallest percentage of help to pay off predatory loans for, for what should be free to everybody is absolutely ridiculous. So trigger warning to all you fragile fascists out there that 
want to defend billionaires and millionaires for getting free government handouts all the time. But those kids should have known better. If they couldn't pay for school, they shouldn't have gone. Because that's just how school works. I paid my loans. Whatever. Let's move on. To some good news, I can't imagine people getting triggered by this story. But I've been surprised before. In California, uh, Proposition 28 was a proposition to help uh, give funding to arts and music in schools, in public schools, which has been getting cut left and right for since I was in school 20-plus years ago, right? Thankfully, Prop 28 passed, which gives additional funding for arts and music education in public schools. I really don't have a whole lot to say about this other than it's absolutely ridiculous that people would not want this. It doesn't this proposition didn't didn't at all raise taxes. It just was how funds were going to be allocated that were already there for schools, right? It was just to allow more funds to go into arts which like, what kind of world do you want to live in without artists? Everything that exists, right, from buildings, cars, technology, even, like, paintings, music. I mean, how many people listen to music every day, who read books, who watch TV shows, who watch movies, like everything that people care about and appreciate in life is because of artists. Like to live in a world where every, everything is just industrial, is like designed by engineers is not, it's like, look at like early technology stuff. Like look at what 80s, early technology like block it's just that was like stuff that was designed by engineers right not designed by artists then look at the stuff that we exist with today beautiful it like it it, it, it decorates your entire existence and to not want to give people that outlet in school is ridiculous the whole point of school is to introduce yourself to all of the different things that are available to you in this life right you don't know if you're into a thing until you try it and then you do right you don't know you're into baseball until you play some baseball maybe you you're kind of good at it or maybe you don't but you just enjoy it and you love learning and the challenge of getting good at it right same thing with painting same thing with ceramics same thing with drama class same thing with photography digital art, animation, all of these things that contribute to our society, that contribute to our economy, right? California, one of the biggest economies in the world, right? Bigger than most countries, right? Fourth biggest, fifth biggest, biggest economy in the world out of all countries, the state of California. The majority of that is because of art, Hollywood, writers, directors, producers, composers, actors, Stunt people, art, huge business, music industry, theater industry, television industry, 
Art. That's all art. Even the tech industry. Look at a, a web page. There's web design, UI design, right? There's, there's industrial design for your phones, for your headphones, for the wearable stuff that you're wearing, right? Tech is dipping more and more into art. It would be ridiculous for a state that so benefits from art, professional art, to not fund public schools in that state with art studies. So I'm glad this passed. Um, you know, I got my ballot in the mail, as is standard in California since the pandemic, which is great because I've never voted in a midterm before. I've only voted in, I voted for Obama twice, and then when I was living in Denver, I didn't vote, just because, I don't know, it was a weird situation, and it wouldn't have mattered. Denver voted blue. Um, Denver's a blue city, so. But since I've been here, voted for Biden, voted in this midterm, and this was one of the things that I voted for. It's like a no-brainer. No-brainer. I can't imagine the person. How disgusting, how horrible a life the person is who would vote no on something that affects them not at all. Not at all. But would want to keep kids in public schools from learning art. So I'm glad it passed. No-brainer. Schools should be funded way more. I would love to see schools funded as much as police departments. But they don't. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Let's take a little break from the show to promote the benefits of Inspired Disorder Plus. So you go inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Sign up, $5 a month. You get to binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free. You get to watch all of the live painting videos I do. You get a special members-only discount and deals for all of the artwork and merch that I sell. You also get the complete podcast back catalog of every podcast I've ever produced, hundreds of episodes, countless different podcasts. You also get access to my personal blog. A new blog comes out every week. In addition to that, you get my creative writing that I'm releasing. You also get access to asking me anything. 14 years of experience podcasting. I've been creating art my entire life. I've been using Photoshop since middle school. And you can contact me to ask me questions about that or anything else. So those are the benefits for signing up for Inspired Disorder Plus. And now let's get back to the show. So let's move on. The last and final story. Quentin Tarantino says he'll never direct an MCU movie. Now, if Tarantino is true to his word, he only is going to direct one more movie. So with that in, in mind, uh, I would hope he would direct nothing that is involved or related to Disney in any way. It's not the idea of, of Quentin Tarantino directing anything affiliated with Disney is an oxymoron, doesn't mix. It's, it's oil and water. I, I hate it. I hate everything about it. I'm not a fan of Disney. I think they homogenize and, and regurgitate and squeeze every penny out of their fans and make like mediocre money grabs constantly. Don't like Disney. 
despite the fact that I some of my favorite movies of all time are from Disney movies, some classic films. But then Disney goes ahead and then they regurgitate those things with worse versions, but they make a ton of money on it, right? They constantly raise their prices of everything. Um, but yeah, I don't want to see Quentin Tarantino doing a superhero movie, a genre of film that seems to have taken over any kind of idea of original storytelling, right? If it's not a superhero movie, it's a remake of something, it's a reboot of something, it's a legacy sequel of something. It's got to be in a universe. The only universe I want to see Quentin Tarantino work in is the Quentin Tarantino universe. Like Kill Bill, right? Rumors of Kill Bill 3. When it came out, the rumor was the kid that was uh, the Black Mamba's kid, I think. I th- I'm pretty sure uh, that character's name was. Grown up seeking revenge on Beatrix Kiddo. I would love that to be his final film. Interesting coming back to one of his i mean all of his movies are great i i enjoy all of his movies i love how it's the most recent of films the last few he takes uh historic character and changes things like in uh inglorious bastards killing um killing hitler great i love that in once upon a time in hollywood having brad pitt's character just go off on these guys that were supposed to go kill uh the actress loved it love what he does with these movies change just changing one little thing in in history to just make that this it's like a twist kind of not really i mean it's a twist because he's changing history it 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 subverts your expectations because you know history or you might know history hopefully i mean as history is getting cut from schools left and right, especially in red states, uh, it would be su- wouldn't be surprising if people weren't aware that Hitler didn't die uh, or wasn't killed by, you know, the inglorious bastards um, that he killed himself. But yeah, I, I don't want Quentin Tarantino working with Disney. I don't want him doing an MCU movie, a DCU movie. I don't want to see him do Star Wars. One of the most overrated. Somebody tried. I, I gave credit to Harry, the Harry Potter franchise as being one of my favorite franchises, which it is. Despite my feelings and opinions of J.K. Rowling, I think she's a disgusting human. But the movies based on her books, I loved. One of the best franchises. The movies just get better. Cohesively amazing. Versus a franchise like Star Wars, where the majority of Star Wars films are bad. The majority of films are bad. It is very hit or miss if a new Star Wars movie is going to be good. Versus the consistency of the Harry Potter franchise. It was a ridiculous statement. But, you know, what am I going to... Of course, there's people who worship these franchises. That's why Disney bought them. Because they know they have this this like religious fan base that will buy whatever despite how bad disney can make these movies people will still go back because they are they worship that brand same thing with marvel it's it's all they do they're buying these brands these ips that people worship blindly they don't have to be good some of them are i loved ryan johnson's star wars which is another controversial opinion in the star wars oeuvre of garbage 
I thought Rogue One was okay, made the first movie better. The prequels are garbage. The J.J. Abrams films, not good. The last one, not good. The spin-off movies, not they're whatever. They're just not great. They're just I'm done with Star Wars. I don't care about their show. I hear the Andor show's good, but I've also heard the other shows maybe not so great. I don't know. It's just it's just it's sad seeing all these people who blindly follow these these brands, these IPs, just throw all of their money into it and somehow convince themselves that garbage is okay, right? Just because it has this, the right font, you know, it has the, the right theme music, it has the right references to the things that they remember from their childhood. The only remake, if he's going to do, or, or sequel, Quentin Tarantino I'd like to see do, is Kill Bill. Other than that, I want just another completely original story from him. Right? I don't, like, no sequel to any of his other movies. No desire for it. Kill Bill's the only one that would make sense. But I would prefer, over that, I would prefer, like, he could produce... Even if he's not directing, I'm sure he'll get into produce. I can't, I can't see why he would go away from film altogether just because he's not directing anymore. But I can see him produce movies. I can see him produce a movie by a director he loves that is the Kill Bill sequel that everybody's talked about, rumored sequel people have talked about. But I would prefer, over everything, an original story from him. Right? What haven't we seen? We've seen the Western... We like no we haven't seen any sci-fi, no space from him. Like everything's pretty grounded. Like we got the World War II, we got Western, we got gangster, couple different kind of variations of gangster. He's done you know L.A. kind of during the '60s or whatever. Once upon a time in L.A. was, um, you know there's some stuff I could see him doing, and I I. I'm sure it's going to be great. One of my favorite movies is the last one he did, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Love that movie. Saw it like three or four times in theaters. It's like a weird, like, it's it's like, I don't know. I just, he just makes, like, his style of films, the way he writes them, the characters, all of it, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's got an edge to it. It's, it's, I, I dig it. I'm in. Even if it's just kind of like a mood, you know? Uh, but yeah, I have no desire whatsoever to see Quentin Tarantino work with any pre-existing IP that wasn't initially written by him. Not at all. Ugh. I'm sure it would be good, probably be one of the best, and I'm sure it would piss off a lot of Marvel people. If he were, if he did do a Star Wars movie, if he did uh, um, a Marvel movie, guarantee it would piss people off. Because he's not the guy that, I mean, th those, those are properties that Disney is very protective of. And they've gotten rid of directors that tried to do interesting things. I mean, they got rid of Ryan Johnson, who did one of the most interesting things. By far one of my favorite Star Wars movies. Uh, so anyway, Quentin Tarantino says he'll never do it. I love it. Just do you, Quentin. Uh, but that's it. Let's do some shout outs and get out of here, shall we? Shout out to Sarah Kate Silverman. Shout out buzzfeed news shout out nbc palm springs and shout out ign.com but most importantly shout out to you
New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.